What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you know, I am Brandon Janu, and like always, on all podcast platforms that were Brandon Janu Show, man. Um, social media platforms: Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook. Brandon Janu Show. Yes, I had to close my eyes and remember what the fuck I was about to say because I say this shit all the time, but I forget sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> um, and of course, man, YouTube channel Brandon Janu Show. That is where. This episode, well, the visual of this episode will be on. Shout out to everybody that's been commenting. Shout out to everybody that's been liking the videos. Appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this one because tonight is life and times of music. And I've been doing <sighs> my top 50 greatest hip-hop songs to me, to me. Um, And I stopped at number 21. So I'm going to recap number 21 through uh 30. So 21 was... Little Wayne, a Millie. 22 was Through the Wire, Kanye West. 23 was Miniman, 50 Cent. Uh, 24 was International Players Anthem, UGK. 25, Do Out That Thing, Lauren Hill. 26, I Got Five on It, Looney's. 27, Forgot About Dre, Dr. Dre. 28, Slow Motion, Juvenile. 29, uh, Bling Bling, BG. And 30, Ready or not, Fuji's. So tonight I will be doing twenty to eleven. Let's get into it, man. Um, yeah. Um, so we're going back and forth. Um, it's a kind of messed up, but either way it goes, I am going to make it right tonight. So, I'm going to push some stuff up. This first time, move some stuff up, move something down. And, you know, this is this is the hard part, man, when you're getting close to the end of this shit. Because, you know, the other ones is like, yeah, okay, I can kind of move this, move that, move this. But this feels like a little bit different, man. So, starting off the list tonight at number 20 is truly one of my favorite songs of all time. More importantly, the national anthem. Yeah, I said that shit. It is the national anthem. Because it should be. Let's be real. It should be. Coming in at number 20 is the Dipset anthem. Come on, man. You knew this song was going to be on here, man. Come on, man. I grew up. I grew up uh, a massive Rockefeller fan. So much so, I actually did a whole, you know, episode, podcast episode of Rockefeller. Rockefeller label is out on podcast platforms everywhere, YouTube channel, Brian Jr. Show. And on that, I talked about how much I love, you know, how everybody from Rockefeller, Rockefeller, State Property, Dipset, Diplomats, that was the greatest label, hip-hop label. If they would have just kept it together, man, it would have been one of the greatest hip-hop labels of all fucking time. But Dipset Anthem is the shit. I think Juel Santana doesn't get his recognition of how great he actually fucking was. Sometimes I think people don't give him that, man. I truly believe if Can't Feel My Face, if him and Wayne, I Can't Feel My Face, uh, if they ever did finish up that album and ever did drop it in their primes, that album would have solidified, uh, yeah, Wayne, but it would have. It would have kept. It would have skyrocketed Wayne even more than what the fuck Wayne was already being skyrocketed. But it would have put Juel Santana on that same 
playing field. I really do believe that, man. And Dipset Anthem is one of them songs, man. If you don't fuck with Dipset Anthem, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You just a fucking hater. I don't like, like, that's just my thought on it. Nigga just a hater. Nigga, you just a hater. You don't like Dipset Anthem. Um, you know, I think that Dipset Anthem is one of the best damn songs uh, that's ever been dropped, man, like, ever came out, man, uh, being a job, man, like I said, being a Rockefeller, Dipset fan, it just had all the elements, man, that beat, man, that shit was hard, man, that beat is fucking ridiculous, um, <laughs> that fucking beat is fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, dip, I think diplomats, man. As and, and here's the thing: I know they lost to the locks in the in the in the battle. They got their ass destroyed in that battle. To be honest with you, uh, but I think at the end of the day, man, there's not that many artists that I truly, not too many labels I remember when I was a kid that influenced the entire generation. The way them dudes was, they really were New York, man, for a long fucking time, man. And one of my favorite groups of all time, one of my favorite labels, Cam, Jewels, Jim Jones, uh, Harrell, J.R. Ryder, Freaky Zeke. Man, them dudes are legends, man. Them dudes icons to me, man. So, yeah, Dipset Anthem starts off the list tonight at number 20, man. All right. And this is the moving stuff up, moving stuff down portion of the goddamn thing. So, Dipset Anthem is one of the songs that I had to move down. Um, coming in at number 19 is a song that I just put on this list, and that is Snoop Dogg, Drop It Like It's Hot. I know a lot of people probably be like, that's a, that's a hit? That's the shit, bro. I don't know what people be talking about, man. Snoop is, is one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time. I think we forget that Snoop was larger than fucking life, like, in the 90s, like, so to have his resurgence like that after Death Row and after he left No Limit, so to have his resurgence like that at that time frame in his career was fucking legendary, are you kidding me? Pharrell, Neptune's, Snoop and Neptune's always made great songs, but that was the time where you just realized, holy shit, they're they killing it. Um, Drop It Like It's Hot solidified Snoop as one of the greatest to ever do it. And also, like I said, you know, going from the 90s where the early 90s, literally the beginning of the 90s, 91, 92, with Death Row creating that whole, he was the first artist signed to Death Row. Like, we don't give him his proper respect. Like, he was the first artist to ever be signed to Death Row. This man literally helped launch a label. And, and, and they put all that on him, man. He wrote pretty much most of the Chronic album, the, one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. He wrote that shit. I mean, come on, bro. So, so for him to come back in 2004 and have that resurgence like that, and, like, at that time, bro, you couldn't, you couldn't tell anybody that that dude wasn't just on a different level of greatness, man. Drop It Like It's Hot is one of the best songs that beat is phenomenal. Pharrell killed it. Snoop killed it. 
and it's still one of the best regarded songs to me at, in hip hop history, man. So Drop It Like It's Hot is at number nineteen. Again. All right. So coming in at number eighteen. One of the greatest songs of all time. On this, on here, I do a lot of songs that, you know, when was the first time I heard this artist? And I know technically he had already another song out. But you cannot tell me that when you heard the Rough Riders anthem, you didn't think. I need to get a bike. I need to get a motorcycle. <laughs> I need I need a, I need a motorcycle gang. I need some shit that's going down, man. Coming in at number 18 is the one and only DMX, the late great DMX, man. Rough Riders anthem, man. This song, this this song is still one of the most legendary songs of all time. It really does solidify, you know, what Rough Riders was, man. That whole song, that whole movement of Rough Riders around this time was just iconic. DMX is one of the first artists to ever have two albums drop in the same year, and both was number one on the fucking charts. Like, dude was just on a different level, man. Um, His energy was unmatched. One of the greatest to ever do it. Um, Him passing, yeah, it fucked up. Uh, fucked with a lot of us, man, because... If you grew up like I did when DMX was that dude, you remember when DMX was that fucking dude. Like, I'm talking about music, movies, everything. That He was every fucking where. Like, you, if you grew up in the 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s like I did, you knew DMX was a different type of caliber, bro. So, yeah, man, Rough Riders anthem, though. Uh, it's crazy to think that he didn't even want to listen to the beat. Like, he didn't even want to listen to Swiss, the Swiss Beats uh, songs. He didn't even want to listen to the instrumentals that Swiss Beats was doing. So they made a, they made him listen to this beat. He recorded it, and it became one of the most solidified songs of his catalog. Like, one of the greatest songs that he's ever done. So, just shocks the fucking system sometimes, man. You never know. Now Swiss Beats is one of the greatest producers of all time. But imagine if he never does this song. Does Swiss Beats go off and do what he's become, become what he's done in his career in his career because if dmx doesn't solidify this song and jumps on his own this song might not be that it might not be that man so rough riders anthem is at number 18 rest in peace to dmx man all right oh, we get into the nitty fucking gritty of this shit all right uh come into at number 17 you saw them Earlier on the countdown, but they're back again. Like I said earlier, one of the greatest groups of all time, the Fugees. Earlier was ready or not, and right now, at number 17, it is killing me softly. Man, I can't even say if this is a rap song, because it was really more of a singing song. But again, just like I had when I had LL Cool J on this song. Sometimes singing, like singing melody rap, that's kind of what this any this was was. 
it didn't matter if you could sing and rap. It didn't matter at that time. It was just like, this shit is good. Killing Me Softly is one of those greatest, one of the greatest songs in hip-hop history, man. I said this before, and I said it again. Like, Fuji's one of my favorite groups because of growing up listening to the Fugees, man. Like, the Score album is one of the greatest fucking albums to ever drop in the history of music. I think people that don't understand that probably, you know, won't really truly, you know, comprehend it. If you didn't grow up in the 90s like I did again, if you didn't grow up when I grew up, you probably don't realize how great the Fuji's fucking was and why so many people always want to see them together. Killing Me Softly is one of those songs that just solidified that, man. Um, I wish they would have stayed together, but life happens, things happen, and yeah, but on this list, they got two songs, man. Killing Me Softly is definitely on this goddamn list. It is at number 17. Now, number 16. Song that I moved up on the list. Here we go, man. Coming at number 16. Another person that is no longer with us. And number 16. Flavor in Your Ear Remix, Craig Mack. Come on, man. I feel like an old soul. I feel like I gotta continue to say this shit every time I say this. When I was a kid, <laughs> I gotta continue to say this shit. Getting closer to being 30, man, and then, like, uh, recently seeing, like, uh, Pusha T, uh, video for, um, what was that song? Shit, what was this song? Him and Kanye did the video. Um, but they paid homage to Flavor and Yeah vid- uh, remix. When this come out, y'all know what I'm talking about. You, you know, listen to Pusha T. I forgot the damn song, the name of that song. Um... I forgot the damn name of that damn song. But anyway, um, but they played Amish to this video. This video and the song is so fucking iconic. A lot of people forget this was the first time Biggie ever jumped on a song. Like, it was the first time you ever heard Biggie, really. They debuted Biggie on this remix, and it made total sense why they fucking did it. I mean, let's be real. Biggie, man, first verse, it, if that is the first time Biggie ever did a verse for somebody, man, you automatically realize, oh, shit, this nigga about to be something massive. And he was. He killed the fucking remix, man. Everybody on that fucking remix killed it. Are you kidding me? Everybody killed that fucking remix. Biggie killed it. Craig Mack killed it. Wasn't Expected Deck? I thought Expected Deck was on that damn remix. Am I tripping? I thought Expected Deck was on that remix. Am I tripping? LL Cool J in Buster Rhymes. Who? Come on, Bust was on that. Bust at the end of that fucking song was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. This is one of the greatest rap records of all time, man. You don't fuck with Flavor in Your Ear. I can't even question. I don't even think you know hip hop like that, bro. If you don't know Flavor in Your Ear, like, bruh, I don't think you know hip hop. I swear to God, I don't think you know hip hop, kid. Like, <laughs> I can't even look at you, bro. I can't even like. We can't even have a conversation, bro, because I'm just like, yeah, this is this is new kid. This is new kid shit. Like, Flavor in Your Ear is one of the greatest rap records. One of the greatest videos, man. That video is dope as fuck. Like I said, pushing Push Kanye just remade it because it's one of the most iconic hip-hop videos of all fucking time. Like, 
legendary, man. Flavor in your ear is damn sure on my list. And it's at number 16, man. Coming in at number 15. No, is that, wait. Yeah, number 15. No, it wasn't tripping. Um, coming in at number 15, man. One of the greatest songs. <sighs> okay. This is like a Negro spiritual. Let's be real for a second. Um, you know what I'm talking about if you don't know. It is literally one of the greatest <laughs> records of all time. I think that. I told y'all earlier that y'all was going to probably see this man back on his list at some point, right? Didn't I tell you that? Well, guess what? Coming in at number 15 on this list. Is the one, the only, juvenile, and of course, you know it is. It's the classic. Back that ass up. Come on, man. I wouldn't be able to do a list like this if I didn't have this song somewhere on this fucking list. I think I'd be banned for going home ever again. Like I would never be able to show my face in New Orleans if I don't have this goddamn song on this list. I'm pretty sure of it. I think that's like a New Orleans right, Burt right. Like you gotta have back the ass up at some point on a hip hop list of greatest songs of all time. Yeah, I think that. Anyway, Manny Fresh, Little Wayne, Juvie, Cash Money. If I haven't said it before, I say it here. I am a Cash Money baby, man. I am a Cash Money, grew up Cash Money fan. Listen. A New Orleans kid would tell you, yeah, we love No Limit, but we were cash money kids, man. We fucked with cash money. Cash money felt like the city. No Limit felt like some shit. Yeah, they extracted the city. They showed what they brought the city to the mainstream, but they didn't really feel like the city. There was some people on the the team that felt like the city. You know, Soldier Slim, C-Murder, Mir X. You know what I'm saying? Like Cain and Abel. They felt like the city. But Master P didn't feel like the city. Damn, sure not show the shocker. Oh my god, I'm ashamed. That nigga is from New Orleans. I'm honest with y'all, man. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, man. Back to that sub though is one of the greatest songs, man. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, man. I remember seeing this video, man. I remember being a kid seeing this video, man, on like Rap City and shit like that, man. I remember when I was a man, I remember we used to have a, a tape, a VCR tape, and this VCR tape was just old Cash Money highlights, like it was just a bunch of old Cash Money interviews, we used to record Cash Money, that's how much I grew up on Cash Money, man, and this song, when this song exploded, it felt like the city won, it felt like we finally got one, like, holy shit, like a like, the family made it, you know, so, it is one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time, you can debate it, you can get mad at it, but at the end of the day, like, there's never gonna be a song that encapsulate what a city is, and particularly what a label is, like, they are one of the greatest uh, labels of all time, I mean, the, the, the fact that we, I speak, we speak on this a lot, evolution, to see what Cash Money was when I was a kid, to see what Cash Money became when I became a grown-ass man, expanding into Young Money and, you know, all types of different artists like Drake and Nicki and all of them becoming superstars off the Cash Money name, that's fucking crazy, man. So, 
Yeah, man. I man, Cash Money is one of the greatest labels of all time. And back that ass up, if it wasn't for this song, I don't know if this label, well, it would have been great either way it was, but this really catapulted the label into another stratosphere. So shout out to Juvie, Manny Fresh, and Lil Wayne for that, man. Coming in <laughs> at number uh, 14. Coming in at number 14. Fuck, Jason. Again, I fucking slid shit down, slid things up, slid things back. Coming in at number 14. Oh, man. Okay. Now I'm in a problem. I'm in a fucking problem because I got four songs that I fucking love. That is on my list, and I fucking love them. But now I got a dilemma. Because like I said, I'm sliding some I'm sliding some stuff down, breaking some stuff up. Now I got a damn dilemma. So coming in at number 14. You probably didn't think you would see his name on here. Oh, you probably did, but you just didn't know when it was coming. I'm gonna just tell y'all this now. He got two songs in my top my top these next four songs. He's got two of them. This is one of them. Coming in at number 14. The one, the only, one of the greatest to ever do it, Tupac, and that is Dear Mama. Dear Mama is one of the greatest songs, man. I know I say that a lot, and I know because this is the list of greatest songs to me. I get that. But this is, I ain't never heard a rap song that is so beloved. Like, so beloved. Like, like this. Like, this song is very beloved, man. Like, I don't think people truly give it its proper respect of what it is. Or maybe we don't. We do, but we don't really put it into context until it's Mother's Day. <laughs> like, like, we don't give it its proper context until it's Mother's Day. And then we, we, then we like, damn, this really was a good song. I could actually listen to Dear Mama. When it's not Mother's Day, it is one of them songs, man. It is a solidified classic. No matter where in life we are, Pac made a song that is solidified, man. That is a song that is iconic. It's one of the best songs of all time. It's one of the greatest songs of all time. Pac, you know, is one of my favorite rappers of all time, even though I don't probably talk about it a lot. Pac is in my top 10 of rappers of all time. Not just because of you know, his acting career, all that, it's because the man really was a, a, a general, a generational, fuck generational, the man was literally an icon before icons, like, the man was one of the greatest visionaries to ever fucking do it, so for me to not have this man on my list at some point is beyond me, like I said, he's got another song on his list that isn't in the top 10, but is one of my favorite top five songs, but I had to put this song on his list because being a kid, listening to this song and understanding Pac was one of them dudes. So for him to create a song like this just solidified it. So at number 14 is Dear Mama by Tupac, obviously. Now, coming in at number 13. Keeping it in the West Coast. The one, the only, 
Ice Cube. Yes, today was a good day. 13 is where this song lies, man. Today was a good day. Using the iconic Isley Brothers, one of the greatest groups of all time. It makes sense. And to make that even more stand out, and Ice Cube solidified who he was even more as he left NWA, being a part of one of the greatest rap groups of all time, NWA. A lot of people would say they didn't know what Cube really was going to be. But after a couple albums in, he dropped this classic. And still to this day, it is beloved by so many people, man. We still say today was a good day. We still say the Lakers beat the Supersonics. Supersonics haven't been a fucking basketball team since like 2008. <laughs> like we we haven't seen a Supersonics team since 2008, nigga. And we still remember that the Lakers beat the Supersonics. We still remember that. We still remember that. I bet money we still remember that. Like, like I don't give a shit. He actually explained a good day and a life of kind of like a misguided old, like young adult. Like, that was up to a lot of fuck shit. <laughs> but once he kind of like got out of it, man, today was a good day, man. But if you actually watch the video, which is the crazy part, if you actually go watch the video, he gets arrested at the end of the fucking video. <laughs> the fuck type of shit is that? He got arrested at the end of the fucking video. Um, which I don't think people realize. Like, if you go watch the video, go watch it through it's all of it, he gets arrested <laughs> at the end of the damn video. But, yeah, man, that, that shit is, today was a good day. It's one of the greatest rap songs of all time. Fuck that. It's one of the greatest single rap. It's one of the greatest songs of all time, man. It's still legendarily beloved. It's one of those songs that... When Cube is gone, it's still going to be played to this day. It's one of them. It's one of them, man. It's one of them. Coming in, number 12 on this list. It's the anthem, pretty much, to me. The anthem of California. Like I said, told you you were going to see Pac on this list again, wasn't I? Then, can I tell you that? Also, Dr. Dre, too. Because that is California love coming in at number 12. Listen, man. I don't give a fuck how old I am. I don't give a fuck how old this song is. I've never been to California a day in my life. But when this song come on, I'm from California, goddammit. I don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you say. Yo, Pac is that dude, man. And this solidified it, man. It's crazy to think that this was actually just supposed to be a Dr. Dre song. Dr. Dre took his his other verse off so Pac could put a verse on it. That is nuts. And it was the first song Pac recorded when he got home from prison. That tells you all you fucking need to know. This was supposed to be that song. This was supposed to be one of the greatest songs. I gotta give this ultimate credit, man. It's a little five pocket death row. It made people realize, like, damn, California is really, truly on the map of hip-hop. And like I said, no matter what you say, man, you probably rap this song hard as fuck, too, when this song comes on. This is one of them songs, man. It just solidifies how great he truly is, man. 
and Dr. Dre too, as a producer, as a creative, you know, mind man, this song is solidified as, like I said, an anthem for an entire state, man. That shit is crazy, man. So California Love is at number twelve on this list. And closing out tonight. This one was down, and then I had to move it all the way up because it's still one of my favorite fucking songs. So now I'm going shit that it's Halloween Tuesday. Because to me, Halloween fell on the weekend, motherfucker. Coming in at number 11 is the one, the only. Mine's playing tricks on me, Ghetto Boys. Mm. That is the greatest. To me, man, that shit is so fucking legendary. I don't give a shit how old I am, man. That is one of my favorite songs all fucking time. Ghetto Boys, man. I love the podcast they got. Willie D and Scarface. Rest in peace to Bishop Bill. This fucking song is that shit. It is still to this day something we say. <laughs> we still say that shit, man. We still say mind playing tricks on me. This is the most anticipated. This is the greatest hip hop song of all time, man. You can play this shit anytime you you feel paranoia, you feel <laughs> anxiety, you feel this shit. That's probably why I love it so goddamn much. I don't fucking know, but <laughs> but but mind playing tricks on me is just that song, man. It's that. Is that fucking song? Scarface, Willie D, Bushwick Bill, Ghetto Boys, one of the greatest rap groups of all time, man. Um, yeah, I know Halloween is Tuesday, but like I said earlier, Halloween fell on the weekend, motherfuckers. Halloween fell on the weekend. Fuck what you're talking. <laughs> so that's the list for tonight, man. That's the list for tonight. So coming in at number 11, let me run through this list again. Coming in at number 11. Mind playing tricks on me, ghetto boys. Number 12, California Love. Number 13, Today Was a Good Day. Number 14, uh, Dear Mama. Number 15, uh, Back That Ass Up, Juvenile. Number 16, uh, Flavor In Your Ear, uh, Craig Mack. Um, 17, uh, Killing Me Softly, Fuji's. 18, Rough Riders Anthem. Uh, 19, Drop It Like It's Hot. And at number 20, was Dipset Anthem. Yeah. Now, I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to physically do this these next couple of fucking episodes. How I'm going to split it up. But I might do it, like I said, might split it up into like one episode where it's just six, seven, eight, and nine, and ten. And then I give the individual tracks, you know, they're all personal episodes. And then I do one big ass episode of why and go through all ten songs that way. But, um, yeah, just kind of trying to keep myself busy pretty much in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, man, uh, if you like this list, man, comment when this comes out, man, on YouTube, YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, wherever I post these clips up. But until next time, man, um, I'm Brandon Janu, man. Uh, see you guys soon and enjoy uh, the hip hop list that I'm starting to create, man. So hope you guys enjoy this. And also create your own list if you want to, man. I would definitely. Love to read it on here. So until next time, man, I am Brian Janu. Peace. <laughs>